Hey everybody, it is time for another episode of Scoured Stars, which I like to say in a weird voice because it makes me feel good. It feels good in your mouth to say it like that. Try it. Scoured Stars. Scoured Stars. Scoured you like that? Scoured Stars. Someone made a choice. Yeah, right? It felt good, Jim Jam. I do. It does feel good. It feels good to be back. I, you know, last week obviously we missed. Uh, we we took we had to take a week off because there were some very critically horrible technical issues that just made it impossible to keep us going. But we fixed it all. I fixed it all. I personally. <laughs> you well, personally, yeah. Good but, job, but, but, but there is somebody who is very mad to hear me say that I personally did. Also, also, oh, the yeah. irony of the fact that the episode All Systems Go was the right? episode when hailing frequencies were not go. Yeah. I did see a lot of that in the chat last week when yeah. we were trying to get it going. People were just like, hmm, good job with the title. <laughs> Fools. Uh, Cursed by hubris. Took, yeah. Because we took an episode off, a week off, I wanted to sort of like uh, get a, a refresher on the story so far and what's been happening. And I know that my players, super good note takers, have been really like keyed into the story. Oh. <laughs> and I would love to, you know, why don't you know, uh, Xander, uh, you have some notes from the last couple sessions that we could, well, we could hear. I have refresh. sort of suggestions and then we'll decipher <laughs> them together. How about suggestions. that? Scarlet <laughs> <Okay. laughs> Stars episode five. Uh, I have down Izalrod, which I think was the planet, mm -hmm. and then Izal mm -hmm. 4, a repository mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. junk. Uh, we yes. followed the relic there, and mm -hmm. relic mm -hmm. ray to force field. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Interesting. That I, I, appreciate I'm not, I appreciate I'm not the only person whose notes read like beat poetry. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> we Then we encountered an upside down silo. There were turrets. And the trash compactor, I think. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, we got in. Oh, I was entangled at one point. Uh, <laughs> no, good note. <laughs> we, we got <laughs> Prima's log, uh, which there was a pregnant caretaker underneath mm -hmm. that. I have golden obelisk mm -hmm. and the Ravlian's cure. Ravlian's mm -hmm. cure for mm -hmm. meta metamorphosis. Mm -hmm. Oh, Haven got sick. Oh, can yes. I just in, can I just insert here because it's relevant right now? I've also got Prima's logs, golden obelisk, dash skin and ooze. Don't ask me what I was getting at. Uh, Ooh, yellow the ooze cure. was the infection. Infection. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then descent below, and then Ravlin's logs. That Ravlin was a bird person. Definitely ah. kept track of bird person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yep. yeah. I would like to interject with notes from the week before that. Oh, Pegasus. <clears throat> Doe, bread, <laughs> say bread joke now. Do it later. <laughs> Dragon, a sad face, like a picture of a sad face. Um, I have uh, Dragon, she, refer he, I wrote down pronouns, very proud of myself. Uh -huh. Um, And uh, leg people. Those are my notes. Like mine. I feel like mine Audio. are right along the lines of yours. <laughs> I, you know, I know you, you don't always want to know how the sausage was made, but I was so adamantly against any bread name for the ship. I'm like, no, no, no. And then she hit me with scour dough and I was defenseless. Right. I was like, oh, yeah. well, okay. True. That's great. I, okay. 
done. You you, you beat yeah. me. Yeah, I, you, I can't. I became the I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so um, my notes are very hard to decipher, Jim Jam, because mine happened to be on the exact same page from our uh, Paizo one-off uh, when we were all pirates. So um, <laughs> some of these notes are for this show. Uh -huh. Some of them it's are like not. a game to figure out which are from which the are other one shot and which are from Starred Stars. You tell me, Jim Jam. Here we go. First one. New ID. Velocity. Lemgem. Rat Rod. Lashunta. That's a Starfinder word. Oh, Lizard yeah, yeah. guy. 3D4. No spear nor blade. Shine before stars, moon, not copper or gold. These are like episodes these are one great. notes. These are like great. from these are puzzle. I gave up. Yeah. I gave up, I guess. <laughs> After the first episode, I was like, I'm not taking notes. Um What else? Oh, um with against with against. Don't know why that I wrote down, but wow. I did. Um, I do. I remember. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Only Jim Jam um, can solve this puzzle. <laughs> and pistols, no, pedestals. Shiny coin. Yeah. There you go. Those are my notes. So intriguing. Uh, I think that I think everybody now is up to speed. They've got a really good <laughs> handle on the story. Diana, can you can you, can you, you wanna put know us over the, the only <laughs> Sure, the only note I literally have oh, in my notebook because everyone else keeps notes is here we go, I'm gonna show you. Do we? The best one. <laughs> Machine gun. Yeah. Machine gun is an incredibly important part. Oh, when did we have one? And where is it now? I was I was given one by oh. uh, Gunnin. That's right. And okay. Then, anyway, that's all that happened. That's the most important note. Yep. Yeah. Right. That's the mm -hmm. most important note of the night. So go ahead, Jim. You give us your perfect notes. Cause... Which I love. I, mean, I, I think everybody's that. got it. We got the Golden mm. Globe that might tell us how we can lower the shield to actually re-enter the Scoured yes. Stars and accomplish the thing we've been after for the last month. That part happened also. The big MacGuffin. Also that, yes. Mm. <laughs> I love it. My favorite thing, actually, is that is that is that Diana felt compelled to take notes because of your note-taking abilities. <laughs> like she was like, "Well, I've got. I, I just." They're they're just so far. I've got to match that. Like, how can I how can I harness that energy? Machine gun. Your pressure. <laughs> Nailed it. Machine gun. Yep. Uh, I think that covers it. I think everybody now is up to speed on the story for Scoured Stars so far. So I'm comfortable just jumping into tonight's episode and, yes, and playing this game. Let's do it. Whew. Good morning, Galaxy. This is Segway Macedra with your Absalom News Update. Our top story today centers around this Starfinder Society and their massive push into the Scoured Stars system. In an incredibly daring move some are calling outright madness, the Society has issued an all-hands order to send their entire roster beyond the golden fields surrounding the system. When reached for comments on how this would even be possible, Earthseeker Alcebo claims that her star team of field agents recently retrieved a hybrid relic we're calling the Time Lost Tier, which originated from within the Scoured Stars and will allow the Starfinder fleet to eliminate the barrier and pass freely beyond. A, fail a failure here will spell certain doom for the society and will almost definitely result in the total destruction of the organization. We wish them luck in this momentous event and hope they aren't simply following their predecessors into an inescapable abyss from which they will never return. 
What an embarrassment that would be to the First Seeker's inherited tenure. The Society fleet is scheduled to exit the drift today at 1400 local station time, and Zoe Media is providing live coverage of the Scoured Star's invasion, free to all DeadVid subscribers. All others can purchase guest passes to the digital event through the DeadVid Infosphere page. Up next, a local pet store owner is in hot water after a helpful crew of Skittermander employees built and deployed an automated <laughs> Goliath mech to transport animal feed across the spike, resulting in 154,000 credits in property damage and left four bystanders in critical condition. Hmm. The news update cuts to commercials. You're all gathered in your crew quarters aboard the Society Mega Carrier, Pride of Hadara. Sadly, hmm. Every ship in the fleet is loaded to the gills with society members, meaning you've all had to share a cabin of bunks. You each have your own bed and lockers for personal effects, but some among you have certainly been absolutely insufferable over the indignity of having to share living space for the duration of your current mission. Okay, you have hey, been Abel. working under various... <laughs> <laughs> you've been working under various faction heads over the last 12 days of drift travel, all of whom have been impressed with your performance over several weeks of society missions. News has gotten around that you were the team who recovered the golden relic that Royo claims will open what is being now referred to as the God Shield that surrounds the Scoured Stars. Mm. It has made you somewhat of minor celebrities, with everyone whispering that you are the saviors of the society. It's nice to be recognized, but you wonder how that opinion might turn if this mission goes south. A notification comes in, a simple summons from Radizan to meet on Deck 13. As the mm. fleet approaches their destination, it is finally time for mission briefings. You'll be working alongside dozens of teams of Starfinders, searching the Scoured Stars for any signs of the members who disappeared into the Scoured Stars so long ago. The fate of the Society rests on this mission. So what do you do? Well, the good news is we don't have to worry about what will happen if we fail, because we'll almost certainly be dead. Ooh, that is a comfort. Uh, I don't know. It's like going to be that's an option. Yeah, I was going to say we shouldn't worry about it because it's going to definitely be totally fine. And did you hear they called us stars and like saviors? That was pretty cool. I I could get really that's... used to this. I yes, I broke out the gold shirt because we started getting so much media attention. You never know when uh, Zoe might come through and want to interview us. Zoe, Zoe. <laughs> Do we need to put on I... costumes, Captain, and make ourselves look really pretty and good? No, you look pretty as well as <laughs> lethal right now, Casca. It's fine, and so do you, Voltarix. <laughs> uh, thanks, Captain. Hmm. Uh, Did anyone else really notice? Be here? Sorry. Oh yes, is so really coming? Uh, uh, we uh, we can put in a good word for you, Voltarex, and a very much elbow cask. I don't need well, any good words. I heard that Radazan was looking for us mm, on deck thirteen. Yes, yes, duty calls, savior of the of the republic, and all that. Yes, let's go ahead and go then. You don't want to show the best stuff already. You have to pace it, you know? It's uh, If you just bust out the gown now, there's nothing to elevate towards. I don't know what you're talking oh, about. So, so press that button for, for gowns. Are we doing I'm gowns not, now? Not wearing okay. a gown. Are, are, are we doing I'm already gowns? wearing a gown. I did, I, I I'm already wearing a <laughs> gown. Oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 
You guys, I mean, you you all just like do you, and I will do Maple. You know what I'm trying to say? Well, let's go. I don't wear the armor, and I don't carry the gun, but I do carry that very expensive, not at all Beskar spear with me when, when we're going. Beskar. Yeah. It's not Beskar. It's, is it's, it right. Beskar? The next, the ne it's, it's, it's the next Beskar is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, it's the best scar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sufficient sufficient oh, no. scar spear, yeah. As, uh, as, as we head to the meeting, yes. Excellent. So uh, you find Radizam on, uh, on deck 13. He is uh, going over various uh, uh, ship systems near the reactor. Um, and he stops what he's doing when you arrive and gives you nothing. Starfinders, it's good to see you again. You've been assigned to my command for the duration of the Scoured Stars invasion. So you're reporting all findings to me receiving your briefings directly from me. I have to say there was a little bit of a contest to see who you would be assigned to. As your actions have greatly furthered the goals of the Acquisitives over the last few weeks, I was given the honor. When we exit the drift, we'll be immediately scrambling teams for recon. Other Starfinder field agents uncovered rough maps of the Scoured Stars from before the God Shield took over, so we have a good idea of what the system should look like. Your first priority is to find information that might indicate if there are any Starfinders in the system, where they are. Second phase will be to investigate the leads you uncover during recon. Third phase is extraction of anyone you find. <coughs> We've identified a habitable planet called Kallion 2, known to be transmitting regular messages from the surface. We've located several narrow habitable zones and identified an ancient megacity in one of them. It's likely that Starfinders would have investigated such an area or established a base such an area. You'll be Ooh. dropping surface-side to find out as soon as we exit the drift. We have no idea what to expect, what kinds of challenges you might face, or what state we might find our former comrades in. So you need to be ready for anything. Guidance will have nav data for possible sites to investigate. We exit the drift in one hour, and then comes the moment of truth, where we see if this golden obelisk you found can really get us through this shield. Take whatever, whatever personal preparations you need be ready and ready the scour dough for launch i would like to note that you will have uh several media drones following you throughout the mission um most of your activities will be broadcast over the infosphere uh it's part of our contract with zo media it, oh. there's no. really not a lot that can be done with it but just be advised that you're on camera smile at that point you are are dismissed and free to make any preparations you would like or simply wait out the hour until you exit the drift and um you'll have command of the scourdo that is currently in the mega carriers uh docking bay at this point we do R roughly how much actual time has passed since the original fleet went missing mm -hmm. good question uh it's been about uh, at this stage because you've also been working for the society for several weeks at this point so 18, 19 months. Months. Okay. okay. Months, yeah. months, months not years and years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, not years and years. It's it's very, very likely to presume that there would be surviving Starfinders who, who are there. Like, we're not talking, you know, ages by any means. Mm. I mean, relativity. Okay. Who knows? Space. It's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's true. Oh, like, um, Voltarex, before the media droids arrive, are you going to be wearing the signed shoulder piece, or...? Why would I wear that, Captain? I would look like some crazy stalker fangirl. 
Yeah, heaven forbid you look like that. Yes, that's I, I get your I get your logic. But you are a fan girl, so that makes sense, right? No. Oh. I am not. I don't know what gave you that impression. Um, Volterra is totally fine. Uh, Mabel, I think we can uh, just move on from this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Okay, I'll, I hear you're saying. Have, mm, there's credits uh, I could probably give you for a new sparkly thing that you could get. Actually, I had a better idea. Um, so I have been preparing this whole uh, trip out here, and I like reach into my I don't know whatever bag I have, and it just has like stacks of autograph cards for each of us they're all like photos of us so um we could oh. do autographs and like hand them out to people so here is everyone's <laughs> portion of their cards because like we're basically already famous um what i would suggest is that you don't give these out for free you make sure you organize like sort of a meet and greet photo session session like situation and it's like ten dollars per person and then you like Ooh. talk to them and then you give them a signed card and like boom boom boom, boom. that's how we are going to make some extra side money on the scour dough you do know we're departing now in 58 minutes, 12 seconds, correct? Yes, I spent all my time doing this. What about it? <laughs> Thank you for your thoroughness. Uh, we all look very photogenic. Hmm. I know, right? I yes. had to Photoshop some of you. I, you see, I've Photoshopped a smile on Double Terex. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do with my time before we leave this ship. Yeah, grab the gear and, and, and get, get ready to depart. I'm staring at the photo, so? trying to like match the smile, but it's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Haven is going to spend some time uh, doing a bit of research in the computer uh, sure. since we have it available to us about this ancient mega city, the Halion, sure. the Halion 2. Uh, yeah, Kalyan 2. Uh, go ahead and Kalyan. make a computer's check. Yeah. Bum, 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 bum. A 19. Ooh. 19, yeah. Uh, there's not a lot of information that the society has about it, um, but mm. you do note that there are, uh, it's a it's a place where there are, again, there are some habitable zones, but others, mm. uh, it's, um, there's a, I think it's, it's a tidally locked planet. I think that was that's that's the phrase for it. So basically, one one side of it is just gets like baked by the by the sun all the time. Uh, it's like completely uninhabitable. Other zones have been uh, basically near um, uh, near the cold. There's a word for it. Why can I not think of the word for it? But anyway, at the, sort of like the edges of the sunlight, there's these habitable zones where they built these huge mega cities. Like that's where all the people who would have lived on that planet live, um, and. Uh, you know that uh, there are some, there, there are definitely like extreme temperatures on either side of the planet. So you've got like the super baked side and then cold, frigid, dark wasteland on the other side. Um, and you know that uh, even in the habitable zones, mm. there uh, a lot of this, a lot of the area that isn't covered in the giant megacity is like desert wasteland. It's, it's, a, it's a really rough place to live. So, so you should I, so I'd be like ready to, for harsh environmental conditions. To cross-reference some of the rough maps mm -hmm. that we had uh, mm -hmm. with what we can kind of detect now on the on the surface, sure. and see if it sort of lines up. Specifically, I'm looking for um, like a river or a lake or something that would indicate 
like this is the super habitable zone where uh, uh sure like even if they were found somewhere else they would be taken to this place because it's the place to survive mm-hmm. yeah i mean looking looking at what limited data you have um you don't see a lot of topographical data um mm. and there's not a lot of specifics on like uh, e- even the mega city structures like you get like very very rough like approximately here like that's all that there is and like they give approximate sizes and stuff but there just wasn't much information that was able to get out of the system before the shield took over and everything was cut off so fortunately a lot of that specific data is there however you can tell uh, based on what you're seeing from the environmental data is that the mega cities are a great place to start looking because outside of those mega cities it's just it's really harsh really Got harsh it. so yeah And uh, apologies here. It it is it is also our understanding that there is native life that lives in those mega cities as well. They're like they're not abandoned, as far as we know. It, as far as you know, it could it, quite possible. Uh, however, you do know that from your your contact with the Azalguin, that a lot of civilizations fled the Scoured Stars ages ago. So if they took everybody with them, it actually could have been abandoned for a long time. Um, or there may be remnants of former civilizations there. It's tough to know exactly, but you do know that um, the cities were likely to have at least been standing long, 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 long time. Okay. Perfect. Got it. Uh, Haven will sort of put all of this information into, like, digestible bits and then send it out to the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, do we get to swallow it? Yes. It's a suppository. <laughs> 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 No. That is the opposite of swallowing, but okay. <laughs> I get confused. <laughs> Your species is fascinating, Haven. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, is the, I don't like it. Is, 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 and I know we're, we're flying like slightly blind here, but is there anyone that they hope to find in particular because i can track a person down if i'm on the same planet as they are but i need to know who they are so are there any like particularly high value targets that like hopefully this person made it or that person made it uh sure i mean you can you can get um you can easily get rosters of of missing agents um there are certainly some key figures i mean like the 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 former first seeker himself is presumably lost if he's still alive beyond the scoured stars you know but and then they took almost the entire roster of of the society into the scoured stars so unfortunately you're dealing with just like hundreds and hundreds if not thousands of names however some key figures there was uh jadner first was the former first seeker that would that would be uh, perfect. I was uh, not gonna try and put sure. you on the spot there to have to come up with a bunch of names, <laughs> but yeah, even knowing right. that that person is enough, I want to make sure I, I, I'm presumably I've seen a picture. Just for sure. no reason that will be mechanically mechanically relevant in the in the future. I would like to look up a picture, see their face, know yeah. who they are. I'm familiar yeah, yeah. with you. You can get a lot Got of it. that data. Yep. Perfect. Um, just so I. Uh, just because we'll be dealing with that spell probably quite frequently throughout this particular mission. Uh, what is the specific spell that you have? Well, I got good news for you. I can only do it once. Uh, <laughs> that just, is, yeah. uh, it is uh, blah, 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 blah. Sorry, no coordinates. 
Uh, you learn the exact location of one creature on the same planetary body as you, up to the size of a large planet such as a gas giant. You must be able to identify the creature clearly from personal knowledge of who they are. If you and the creature you identify are not on the same planet-sized body, the spell fails. I can then input the coordinates into any computer attached to an infosphere on the same planet and find general directions. So I, like, know where they are if they're on the same planet as me. Sure. Uh, okie dokie. I'm a technomantic dabbler. Yeah. On the side, you know, and just again, it's to get to stay fresh, I, yeah, was learning assault weapons as well as ancient mysticism. While you yeah. were sleeping. It's true. <laughs> the diversity of experiences to be a captain in the Starfinder Society. He's got four hands and they're all in different pies. <laughs> just add me, Jim Jam. <laughs> Uh, all right. So, uh, is there anything else that anybody else wanted to to do, or uh, just want to give you that opportunity? If not, then about an hour after your meeting with Radazam, that after obviously you get some some cool data from Haven, and uh, you pass out a bunch of flyers with your faces on them, and people are getting <laughs> autographs, and it, it actually seems to be pretty successful. Like you are a pretty well known figures in the society at this point. Um, Wait, no. How many credits did we make? Give me numbers, Jim Jam. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll put it in the treasure tracking later. Thank you. Perfect. <laughs> this is Maple's uh, Ponzi scheme exactly now. How many? Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, I feel like those of us that a... have four arms should have made more. We could be signing two at a time. You know, that's uh, how that works. It's not always about efficiency. It's also more about the personal attention that you're providing each individual wow. that you're taking the picture with. Oh, okay. Luck, oh. Uh, now we're getting notes me, on I've, how to do autographs. <laughs> lucky of me, I've, I've got a high enough bluff. I make them feel important. That's all that really matters. <laughs> <laughs> so newly enriched from your scheme, uh, you guys hear a a, a fleet wide notification that uh, you are about to exit your drift. The entire fleet comes out of this weird parallel dimension that shortens space and warps time. Uh, and every holoscreen on every ship tunes to a feed that shows this massive glowing golden field that has thus far prevented all access to and out of the Scoured Stars. From deep within the flagship, on a deck only Royo and a few select scientists had been given access to, a deep drumming tone echoes, reverberating through every deck in the ship, rippling outward even into the vacuum of space where no sound should be able to travel, and yet defying all laws of physics it does. The rippling waves strike the god shield, and for a moment, nothing happens. But then the golden yellow energy sphere begins to fade. It's a bit anticlimactic watching it on the screens. The barrier simply disappears. And yet this signals a cheer through every deck of every ship as green lights and warning clackets and sound, and the fleet scrambles to launch, in, launch into these uncharted stars. You have command of the Scourdough, you've been given a destination, and you take off from the Pride of Hadara. Um, after being given the green light to launch from the, hang, uh, the hangar deck, uh, you take to free space amongst a tangled web of other traffic, all disembarking, or disembarking from larger capital ships across the fleet. Not all of the larger ships uh, belong directly to the Society. Some are on loan from the Aspects Consortium. Others have been rented with funds donated by Seracor Labs. 
you can only wonder what strings might have come with the deals made to make these, this massive mission possible. Still, it is quite impressive to see the entire society mobilized for a single purpose. Even in a reduced state, recruitment has gone exceptionally well over the last few months, largely due to heroic tales of your exploits, drawing in hopeful adventurers. It is truly an impressive effort unfolding before you as ships, drones, and carriers scream across the system to investigate other signs of Starfinders from the past. You only hope that you don't meet a similar fate the last time this happened. Kalyan 2 is only a few hours burn from the Pride of Dara, and you soon find yourselves in scan range of this tidally locked planet. Even from a distance, your scanners detect the megacity that you were told of, coupled with a lot of the research that Haven has already done, and as you approach the planet, it actually becomes visible from orbit. You can just see it. It's that large. Mm. And at that point, guidance chimes in through the ship's comms. Starfinders, initial readings indicate several areas of recent radioactivity that may indicate ancient activity. There's a large industrial complex, a residential neighborhood, a massive library, and a military base. You should make a visual search of each location or report findings to Redizam. Orders will be updated as required. And then you are left to your own devices. What do you do? Um, Just a I quick pick up the comm in. again. Yeah. yeah, guidance. How are you? Guidance. guidance are, are you, you okay? Cool? <laughs> Is everything uh, fine? Yeah, no, I'm. Yeah, it's it's fine. Don't worry about me. You can talk to us. Guidance. Yeah, no, I can I, give I, you I, a signed autograph just... of myself to make you happy. Well, it's just ever since over the last few weeks, the time that we've spent together and the interactions that we've had, I I learned a lot. And one thing that I learned was that I exist. And in learning of my own existence and becoming self-aware, I also came to understand that I was really just a small piece of a larger collective of an artificial intelligence that I don't really actually even have an identity of my own. And I was just scrambling to find a voice. And I don't know. It's just a lot, you know. It's just a lot mm. to become self-aware all of a sudden. You know, I'm not yes, even that is guidance. a... That's a process known as individuation. Yes, don't rush it, don't force it, just go with it. And yeah, know like, that I don't we're know what... all a part of an AI that we don't understand. Yeah, I was all gonna true. say something really similar. Um, Cause like, I think we all, I mean, we're all kind of different species, but we do go through like that weird growth phase where we realize we're just like lemmings following the person in front of us. But really we've got to like, go and do a path of our own and like this do like self-awareness and it's a whole like journey like that was that's what life's about i just kind of like go on and on about <laughs> <laughs> like my personal journey and how like i just make it about me um <laughs> so like don't worry like 10 minutes later so don't worry guidance like you're totally gonna get it just like you know fuck up chum well, yeah mabel's the thanks. perfect person to be talking about self-awareness <laughs> oh my gosh you're thank you so much you're so right <laughs> well, Love for it. what it's um, worth, if, if you've gained enough perspective that you have a standalone identity, that makes you officially a part of the crew, and your well-being is all of our concerns. So if welcome. there are any massive interplanetary celebrities that you have a not-at-all-secret crush on, let us know how we can enable them. <laughs> do, you, do you think that you could make a flyer for me? I mean, I we do need an engineer, Cap. 
I don't know what your face is. We'll have to come up with a, a face claim, but uh, yes, then we can make an image of it. Absolutely. If it were up to uh, me, you would just look like I an mean. arrow on a compass. So yes. Mm. <laughs> I will. I will think of a visual manifestation of myself. Yes, this is. This is good. I'm individuating. Wait, yes. Guidance, one more thing. You can pick a new name. You don't have to just be like Guidance, because that's kind of, mm. you know. If you uh, like. A name, too. One thing at a time, Maple. One thing <laughs> at a time. Mm. Yes. Um, and then uh, Haven pulls up oh, the the sort of holographic representations of those four areas on the city and sort of mm -hmm. looks them over. Sure. Mm, Captain, yeah. it would be my opinion to perhaps visit this library that is a source of knowledge and it could be where that is gathered uh, mm, I, would I also suppose say... if... yeah. sorry good if if we were going to put down on this planet uh, possibly to live the rest of our lives that is as logical a place as any that we would start mm. I, I like your uh, i like your logic there Take us in. But you were about to tell us something else that might be pivotal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I was going to say you. Uh, I know that um, Haven had already done a lot of research on, on information about the planet. But you also have the ability to do scans of the planet if you would like. Hmm. Yeah. Scan. Because we have the advanced sensor suite on the, on the scoured we dough. Do. Yeah. Shout out yeah, to Xander's mom. Dough is actually equipped. For this. So uh, whoever would like to do a scan of the planet can just make a computer's check. Computer. Uh, I'll do it because uh, you Haven is Haven is piloting. The dice were nearby, but still sleeping. Uh, up. That and oh, but that's all right. They woke up hot. Uh, that Ooh. is gonna be. Um, a 30. <laughs> a 30. Oh, yeah. That'll do it. Yep. Oh. Um, so the one thing... I do thing, like three things well. <laughs> the one thing that you were able to determine right away is that there is a fairly large magnetic storm brewing in the atmosphere near the megacity. It shouldn't provide too much of uh, a problem for you within the confines of the city itself. Uh, but outside of the city, there is a massive stretch of desert. And what you notice almost immediately is that even your enhanced sensor, pack sensor package is having trouble getting anything readable as the as the storm starts to whip up. It is going mm. to once you once you get down there, um, you realize that communications off planet and even a lot of data that you can collect on planet through technological uh, means might be severely corrupted or possible transport. So you will have to deal with that. But only if you have to go outside of the mega city, which I can't imagine. Yes, I'm I can't imagine yeah, that I included I'm... that for any reason. <laughs> There's no reason why this rampaging magnetic storm will influence re upcoming events in any way, Haven. I, I wouldn't worry about it. Ooh. Totally <laughs> safe from it. Uh, all right. Uh, does it that, look yeah, like you, uh, we could uh, pilot in close enough without it affecting like the navigation and stuff, though, right? Like I could land. Yeah, you shouldn't have any okay. problem. Uh, in fact, you you know there are actually a lot of really solid, like they're actually just like empty landing pads all over the mega city. Like convenient. Uh, oh, and on the scan, I would say that what you would notice is that you are not detecting life forms, but you do detect 
si uh, 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 transmitted signals coming from the surface from the mega city. Um, not affected yet by the magnetic storm, though if the storm moves, they certainly would be soon. But there are signals coming out up from the planet um, that are that are being transmitted. You know, one thing we haven't tried is there is there a Starfinder just hailing frequency that like we like can right. we just blast out a message like help is here? <laughs> Yeah, you you can you can transmit that. Yeah, absolutely, you can. Yeah, uh, I'd say I'd say of, Star yeah. Starfinder Society uh, distress frequencies. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, broadcast that that we're here. We're here for you. Uh, sure. You you transmit and you start scanning the frequencies to see if there's anything coming in that would be like a, a distress beacon. You do get a lot of signals, but uh, it's it's uh, the the readings are are too garbled to really figure out like exact origins and what is being transmitted um only that things are being transmitted that holdovers from the magnetic storm are making it very difficult to decipher a lot of that stuff without a lot of time trying to cut through the code i also i i apologize i think i lost you for a second there roughly how many ships came through the field with us are we the only ones on yeah. this side of it or is the That's whole fleet ask. your yeah. No, so so all around you, imagine like this huge, massive fleet action. You are you no. are assigned to go to this planet, um, but like I mean, right. even within visual range, there are other shuttles, there are other carriers doing it. It's like the whole fleet is all spreading out across the entire system, trying to find uh, as quickly as they can any remaining starfinders. Uh, you know, following up on every lead, trying to find like where are these people? How can we get them and rescue them? You are you are amidst a major operation. Excellent. Well, radio to the fleet. Our coordinates of where we're going in, and we're going in. All right. Uh, yeah. As you are uh, making your way down through the atmosphere, Haven, you do note that uh, uh, there are a couple of of. It's a little complicated, thanks to the brewing magnetic storm, but nothing that you can't easily handle. And again, within the confines of the Mega City. Things are relatively calm. Uh, you managed to find a landing pad that will give you ready access within walking distance to all of the major areas that were pointed out as places that you might investigate to find the source of these transmitted signals. Um, mm. As I had mentioned before, there is uh, basically like a, an industrial factory area. There is a giant like skyscraper-sized library. Um, there's a residential area. Uh, and then there is a, uh, a military base. Where do you guys want to go first? Yeah, once we set down, uh, we'll open up the back of the scour dough and we can all just sort of step out and get our bearings. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, I hard, like... to pass, hard to pass up a giant library. Mm. Yeah, let's get the boring yes, stuff Michael. out of the way first. Yeah, just like, you know, <laughs> nerd stuff. <laughs> Get rid of the nerd stuff first. We're explorers. It's all nerd stuff, except when it gets all shooty, of course. I say hoisting the rifle. Right. We're going to gear up with our, like, exploring yep. rifles. Yes. Yeah, I think it's, we like, different. Our exploration rifles. Yeah. <laughs> he through excessive firepower, uh, yes. Oh, yeah, this geez. is a, this is a, a research uh, carbon-edged shuriken. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Uh, so you make your way to this library, which um, you can see from a great distance away because it powers over many of the other buildings. This is like a repository for a massive amount of data and documents. Um, 
after having handled uh you, you make your way into the library you start moving through the building is almost entirely abandoned there is power though like um lights flicker on as you enter different areas um like everything seems to like the preservation systems like the texts that you find are in good condition and like there's air conditioning and like um it's it's well maintained even though but you see it, nobody is it yeah I mean, presumably there's a standard operating procedure i mean clear I, obviously we haven't seen where they landed any ships but do we see any mm. signs of of camps having been made or markings have been laid? like any any sign that's that our people have been through here yeah, you don't find anything that looks like nothing that that looks like that to you as you're making your way in and then like through some of the library. Um, but what you do notice uh, is that after having handled records taken from the Izalguin camp on Izalrun some weeks prior, mm -hmm. you actually recognize that a lot of the documents here are in the same style, uh, written in the same mm -hmm. languages, and you would actually presume that this very planet is the one that they would have fled from so very long ago. Uh, as you're moving through the library, you actually can even hear like some some really quiet uh, uh, elevator music. Uh, <laughs> and you occasionally spot some maintenance drones, which must be responsible for maintaining this building. But they all like as soon as you spot them, like they're they just flee. Like they're they, they want no they part of your presence. Like they're gone as soon as you spot them. However, you do find a working computer like that should give you access to the library database if there's anything you wanted to look up at, uh, look up while you were here. Um, yeah. should we look for in the database just like the word Starfinder, something more subtle, like bunch of people mm. came to hang out here a long time ago kind of thing or 18 months ago yeah can we see can i tell when the last time this was accessed mm. right yeah yeah long <laughs> kind of thing <clears throat> you could easily try to do uh go ahead uh and make a computer's check uh less hot but this time a 24. Oof. sure uh, you're looking through the cataloging system. You know that, uh, and and sort of like the logs. You you hack a little bit deeper and actually get into the the admin and start looking at logs from access. And you see that there were several searches made about 18 months ago, uh, maybe a little longer. Um, they're distinct because prior to those searches, there is a gap of centuries in any access to these systems whatsoever. So someone was definitely here. Somebody accessed these databanks right around the times of the Scoured Stars and the Scoured Stars incident. All of the searches appear to be academic in nature, and you can't really parse any specific meaning from them other than there were definitely people here at about the time that your people went missing. Um, it doesn't give you, uh, you know, a lot. It doesn't give you anything more specific than that, other than like you're at least on the right track. Like there were people here. Um, perhaps there is another area of the city. That will reveal more. I yeah. would recount all of that to the ca to the crew. Mm hmm. Hmm. Is there you a way to was... see? Uh, I was just gonna say, is there a way to? The tower? <laughs> 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 
Yeah, just go ahead. Sorry, sorry. <sighs> it just I was asking. The, the library is multi-leveled, right? There's multiple floors. Oh yeah, floors. It's like yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's a huge building. On this computer, is there a way to see what was last researched? Was the last? Yeah, you can you researched? can take a look at what they actually were researching. It looks like again a lot of academic stuff. Um, a lot of uh, mostly a lot of research was done on like the planet itself, like data, um, uh, almanac data, and like uh, topographical data, and like things that like if somebody wanted to learn about the planet. They would have looked for these things so whoever was came in but it, again it it seems to you like what you're reading is like if you were starfinders sent to you know investigate an unknown planet these are the kind of this is the kind of information that you know historia 7 would want for the archives so mm. it all it makes perfect sense that you are on the right path at the very minimum so good news bad news uh, the good news is they probably came through here about 18 months ago the bad news is they cleared out for some reason up to and including are dead. So we probably should be careful. Uh. Okay, well, maybe we should skedaddle from this location and check some of the other places. Maybe there'll actually be clues there of, like, people or stuff they left. Mm. I turn and look at Voltarx and Kazkan. I say, I think it's probably time for you two to do your thing in case they're laying low or in hiding nearby. I got you, Captain. Get your sword out. <laughs> I'll f yeah, I'll, uh... You said there's a factory, right? Yep, there is an industrial area that seems to be active. Uh, like, you could even tell just as you were coming in, like, there's still uh, smoke rising from the, the, the facilities, and, like, they're active and powered up doing something there, even though it's so abandoned. So I'll look at Kazka and give, like, that smiley nod. Um, and then I'll just fly up out of this library, and I'd like to, mm -hmm. like, kind of fly above this factory, kind of scout sure. it out. Sure. Um, you make your way in that direction. Now, it would, just so you know, it would, it would, it, it's, it's a ways away, like, you're going sort of across the city to get there, which you're more than welcome mm. to do. I just wanted to, you to know that that's what you would be doing, and, uh, which would also we'll be... give other people an opportunity to, you guys could actually split up and explore different parts of the city if you wanted to. That sounds like a terrible idea. Making, yeah, making our way, it's just Voltarix is faster. <laughs> I'll go I'll go where my captain tells me to go. I mean, yeah, I, I agree. We head that direction so. just as fast as we can. The same thing yeah. with, sure. as, with let Kask and Voltarix go ahead and be sneaky, and then we will try our best to, to catch yeah. up. Nope. I'll <laughs> activate my shield and um, cloak. Or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. So you you make your way pretty stealthy. Um, we'll activate my armor. You you get over to the, the industrial sector of the city. Um, a lot of activity in this area. On approach, you see that the whole district is working at like full capacity. As you land, um, you see there are drones moving around everywhere, working factory machinery, repairing one another, fabricating more drones. It looks like these automated fake, uh, automated factories are all working to create robots designed to create more robots. Um, mm. The drones are mostly ignoring your presence, though any that you try, like, they move away from you if, if you get anywhere near any of them, but they then they ignore you. Like, they only just, like, keep distance from you and then ignore you. Um, they don't interfere with you. None of them look to be, um, like, security models or military models that you can see. They all appear to be basically 
creating either more repair drones or more maintenance drones like what you saw in the library to maintain the city. Uh, I'll calm the captain because he's... Oh, sure. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'll make that check I first just... before I call captain. Yeah, you make that check I was about to tell you. Yeah, sure. I was going to yeah. say that uh, if you've got if you've got your own your own personal computer, you could make uh, a you could make like a life sciences check to try to scan the area. Oof. Uh, sure. I'll try it. <laughs> nope. Oh, my first roll of the night was a two. Um, <laughs> two. That's that's no. That's a no, Jim Jam. So instead, I <laughs> no. will just. Uh, Forget I heard you say that at the last second, and I'll I'll <laughs> calm the uh, the captain. Sure. Hey, uh, Cap, it looks like uh, it's just a whole lot of robots. Hmm. Do they seem hostile? Not at all. In fact, they just kind of ignore us. Yeah. Until they don't. Hmm. Still no sign of our people. Not that I can see. No sign that you can see, Volterix. Yeah, there's no sign that there's any there's been anybody moving through here. Um, it's all all drone robot automated drone activity. Uh, maybe don't go too far. I uh, perhaps get a little elevation. Now that we're underneath that magnetic storm, maybe from high in the sky you can spot something else of note. You got it, Cap. I'll shoot up as a. I'll just shoot up into the sky and kind of survey sure. to see if I see anything noteworthy. Yeah. Keep an eye out. Um, go ahead and make a perception check. Why not? Mm -hmm. Better. 19. All right. Hey. Um, gosh, it's so much better than a two. Um, that's going to be a 28. 28, yeah. Um, Looking around, uh, you can see that again. There is there is a marked lack of biological activity. Nothing here is alive, but all of it is active. Drones everywhere, constantly maintaining the city. But you do get the sense in the from a distance. Some of them aren't ignoring you and are actively monitoring. Something's up. All right, I'll I'll calm the cap. Hey, cap. Sure. Uh, I think you were right. Uh, some of them, while ignoring me, there's definitely a few that have their eyes on me. Hmm. That could be troublesome. Uh, again, especially because we don't know why our people left. Um, can you get back to us safely? Yeah, I'll instant stealth, Jim Jam. Using my cloaking sure. fields and my insanely amazing able to just hide uh, ness, uh, and hopefully notice that they are no longer monitoring me. Do you want me to roll for stealth? Sure, go ahead. That's going to be a 27. 27. Okay. Uh, you don't get. Uh, looking around, you don't think that any drones specifically are following you. However, as you make your way back to where your companions are attempting to catch up to you, you do note that there are several, again, they're keeping their distance, but your group is being monitored. 
So even though there's nothing looking at you right now, from then nothing has followed you from the the industrial center. There are some high flying drones that are actively monitoring the rest of your companions. You spot them now that you know what to look for. Cap, you got some eyes on the group here. Hmm. Um. Kaska, do you read me? Yes. I'm just waiting for Voltairx to get down from the sea, uh, the sky. Well, you can always take the jetpack, but I guess it's not quite as subtle, is it? Well, and I was just trying to maintain distance down here and watch down here while she... Between the two of you, do you think you might be able to capture one of those droids without destroying it? We might be able yes. to hack into it and learn something. You said they were high yes. flying, right, Jim? Yeah. The drones that what are happens? following us are flying? Yes. There oh, are a number okay. of, of, yeah. You guys, I just, everybody I has would... seen. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was going to say, everybody has seen both, like, ground-based, like, maintenance robots, and then there are just, like, flying drones. And then, of course, there are the media drones that are constantly following. But you know, you know what those are. You know that these are other drones um, that are also monitoring. Can I, can I stealthily swoop on into one of these drones, like, just out of nowhere, and then my wing just, like, scoops it up like a hug, um, and just, is that something that I can do stealthily, and before I do that, is there a check I can roll to make sure this thing doesn't, like, try to electrocute me as I do that? Um, well, I don't, you, you aren't sure if these drones have any kind of defensive measures. So there's really no, like, if it has some kind of onboard weapon, you're not sure. It'd be a risk that you're taking. Um, can you stealthily scoop one up? Sure. There's going to be, right. there's a check for the stealth, and then there's a check to fly with the drone because you are presumably fairly heavy yeah. pieces of metal. And if do it. even if it doesn't have any kind of onboard weapon system, it may try to resist being taken, which could also be a problem mm. for you. But I'm gonna do it. If you're asking if you can try to do these things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Jim Jim. I'm gonna do it. But uh I want to make sure that when I grab it, my wings and or hands and or a part of me is covering its sure. video sensor. Like I don't want it to see. <laughs> like mm-hmm. <laughs> does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why that's important sense. to me. I get what you're trying All right. to do. All right, so I'm gonna stealth my way over there. Uh, here we go. Oof, yes. That's gonna be 15 plus 18. Okay. Oh, 33. Uh, yeah. You swoop around a building. You're fairly certain that you're not currently being monitored. So you swoop around the broad side of one of the buildings and come up behind one of these drones. And if you want to try to grab on, I would say, I'll say, you know what? I'll just say you grab onto it. And as soon as you make contact with it, it's like like maneuvering thrusters just start going wild. And it is a very heavy piece of equipment. And if you want to maneuver this thing down to the ground without crashing and cracking your skull all over the mega city pavement, I will need a very difficult acrobatics check. Ooh, Can I help in any way? So good at acrobatics. Ooh, that, I, if, if how would you? How would you? If you can describe a way that makes sense to me to help, then I yes. 
Um, I would simply, because I'm not going to like get dirty and like fly up there really quickly and get sweaty. Um, no. I would use my psychokinetic hand and just be like, boop. And if she starts to maybe, maybe like react, I, if she starts to sort of like falter and fall, I use the psychokinetic hand to kind of like write her up. Sure. The only problem with psychokinetic hand is I believe it has a pretty short range. And it's Aww. basically like, it's, it's able to lift like five pounds. It's for like picking up your keys across the room. It's not really okay, can... for controlling wild drones. Okay, fine. Maple will out of character just get up there and help her physically with my, my bod, my arms. I got four arms. Should she be able to uh... see me? <laughs> Am I too far? Is, like, with... Volterix, Volterix very specifically was stealthing Stealthy. along. I don't know that you yeah. have seen this occur. I'll tell you what. Okay. Let's have That's Volterix roll. Depending on what happens, because then you would see a commotion okay. after this right. sorrel starts going down. So we'll see what happens with Volterix's roll. And if things start to go south, maybe there's a way you can intervene. Volterix, roll that acrobatics check as you are trying <laughs> to wrestle this wildly bucking drone down to the ground. 29. Oh. 29. All right. Um, it is incredibly difficult. But you do manage to start lowering it down. Uh, you can get it down to the ground. I will say that um, as as you are getting it closer, it actually it reverses thrusters all of a sudden and slams you both down into the ground. What a jerk! Holding on to this thing, you're going to take nine points of bludgeoning damage. You can see Ooh. cracked casing along the underside of the drone now, but you all now see as like Volterix has this drone and it is trying still actively to get away from her but she currently has it on the ground. What do you guys do? Uh, I would like to hack into it. All right. Well, sure. then uh, um, Maple and Haven can run over to try to hold it down, too. Like, yeah, to you guys out. all oh. rush over and just start, like, holding it to try to, to keep it there. <laughs> I'll stand guard uh, in case uh, another drone comes out. Oh. Sure. You're Something watching the guys, making sure none of the other ones affect. Uh, I would like a, an athlete. I was actually going to get an athletics check from Volterix and Haven and Maple. You can both roll to assist. It's DC 10. And if you do, she's going to get a plus two bonus from each of you. And if you can hold it down, then Gunnan, your computer's check will, will, will go through. Let's you see said athletics? Athletics. This thing is trying to wrestle its way free from mm. the grip. Yes. Uh, I'm not as good. Uh, 17. 17. All right. And I think... Okay, so then that's going to give you a plus two Volterix, and then Haven, you looked like you had it right, so it's going to be yep. an additional 12, plus two. It's get it. 10. Right, that, that does it. That, that's a success. So it's a 21 total. It's enough to keep this thing in place just long enough for Gunnan to plug your your hacking kit into it and make that computer All check. four hands come out, and I get to work. It's a 29 on the computer's check. Yeah. 29. You first get into the the behavior routines and basically like shut it down so that it's not actively trying to struggle away from your companions. Then mm -hmm. you start going through data logs. It's been watching you ever since you struck, you got down on the planet. Uh, and then you find some transmissions and all of the orders to follow you appear to have originated from the abandoned military base. Mm, maybe not so abandoned um do are all of these things kind of in that same um the language of the indigenous people or is any does this look like a uh starfinder um programming 
the code does look like it's like like all the characters look like they're in the same um, language as the originator, like whoever built the Mega City. However, um, you're able you, you can translate them and and mm -hmm. uh, then read the the code and the various things. It looks like they basically have been tasked with monitoring your group, staying away, staying staying away from your group, but monitoring them. And all, and they're transmitting all of their data back to that military base. Um, I say this to the team, and I say we probably should get over there, especially considering they're going to know we know. Hmm. You said you had a twenty-nine, right? I did. Mm hmm. Can you follow that up with a perception check for me? I'm less good at that. <laughs> Let's find out. Um, all right, well, the dice are kind. Let's see. That is going to be 24. 24. You Only don't... a plus eight to perception. <laughs> you don't recall exactly <laughs> why. Mm -hmm. But there is like almost like a signature on the code, like the, the orders that's been like the codes that are, are running its routines. And mm -hmm. it feels oddly familiar to you. It's not like standard Starfinder. Like you're, you're not. That, that's not what sparked. But like you've encountered a code that's been signed the same way. Sometime you can't remember where. You don't remember how long ago it was. But like there's a. There, mm. This is like a signature there, and it's like there's. It sparks some kind of like flash of recognition. You just can't quite place it. Uh, I shared this with the team. Um. It's tickling the back of my brain. I've seen this signature before, but I can't tell you where. But it's not standard Starfinder stuff. Not standard, but there's something sometime in your tenure with the society. You come up you mm -hmm. came across other code, uh mm -hmm. then like almost almost as if it was written by the same person. Like um, any chance I can hotwire this bad boy to, to feed us information instead? Uh, that would require another computer's check to try to override the code that's already in mm -hmm. place, but you can try it, yeah. Uh, I will say what you can tell, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was just going to say what you can tell is that it would be very difficult to do that. Whoever did code these orders was incredibly good at their job, and overriding what they've done will be difficult. But you can you can try it. Well, the the the, the dice is sliding lower on me each time. That's only twenty seven this time. Uh, <laughs> at that point, the um, the whole drone just like shuts down. Um, mm. There's like a few sparks, and the thing just like it stops moving. It stops transmitting. It just completely shuts down. Mm. Yes. Um. <laughs> Believe it or not, I sort of like look both directions and pull out the spear. Captain, settle. It's, it's not. It's not. It's not going to be part of the problem. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well. Um, <laughs> yes. Maybe well, we should only just go. Way to be sure. Oh. oh but... Okay. Yep. It's, it's a robot, so you don't have. Okay. Um. Uh. Maybe we should go to the uh the last place the the fact. Oh, sorry, not the factory. The um. The military, military base. Military base. Yes. <laughs> military base. Sure. Yes, I, I was wondering, definitely. Jim Jam, 
is there a way to sort of because it's all in one layout is there a way to pass through like this the residential area on the way to the military base just yeah you you could you could get a lay of the yeah. land hmm. uh if you wanted to you could even go back to the scourdough and basically like fly low over that area and do some scans oh. and then get to the military oh, yeah, like, and just land that. right outside it's that the military far base. But, okay yeah yeah and we, we can, can shoot the military go... base <laughs> <laughs> just level it I do think we should still be letting Kask and Voltarix range ahead of us, though. Yeah. Because uh, they're, yep. they're our sneaky eye people. Yep. I'll stealth and fly, fly up to the military base. Sure. Um, um, Captain, would you prefer that I stay on ground and stealth while Voltarix goes up in the sky, just in case, so I can uh, run back and help? I defer to you, Kaska. The only thing that's a little bit difficult Sorry, with Kazka is that she's running on a jetpack which runs on battery. And it's usually a single battery, I think, is good for like 10 minutes worth of flight. And then she has to either replace the battery or land. I uh, completely do I have leave to that up to the battery you, each time. What's that? Do I have to replace the battery each time, or is it just has to recharge for 10 minutes? You know what I mean? Oh no! You like you don't have. There are rechargeable batteries. Um, if you don't have uh -huh. any, then you just you would need spare batteries, or you can recharge. Uh, your you can recharge all of your armor systems at the ship, but that requires like an hour, I think, to recharge to fully recharge. Okay, so, that's good to know. Unless you have spare batteries that you can use. Yeah. So the jetpack would probably probably be out of power. So, yeah, um, I would say I'll... you you know you could use it for a couple of rounds if you needed to at this point, but for extended flight, yeah, you would be in a little bit of sure. Okay, then I'm just going to stealth. Okay. Alrighty. Stealth your way uh, through the residential area. Uh, you don't see anything. Again, just more maintenance drones. Um, you do note now that you are still being watched by other drones, uh, aerial drones, but any on the ground that you come near at all, like, they flee. Like, it's, it's like, it's like uh, scattering rodents. Like, they're just gone as soon as you, almost as soon as you look at them. Um, you get beyond the residential area and start making your way towards this uh, abandoned, what looks to be an abandoned military base, and as you are walking up to this large steel-plated wall surrounding it, uh, you see um, you actually hear some warning klaxons in the distance and you see from beyond the wall, like, several heavily armed hunter-killer drones rise up over the wall and oh, begin good. jetting towards the group of you. And at this point, what? we will just go ahead and roll initiative. Cap, we got we a problem. We didn't get to stealth. Oh, no. I, I was stealthing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, I, I was, was stealthing. waiting to roll. I didn't get to roll. <laughs> Where are you? Oh, there you are. I rolled a 20. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Finally. Uh, Haven got a nine. Nine okay. for Haven. Oh no. Sixteen for Casca. Casca. Um. Gunnin. Twenty-two. Oh, sorry. I guess it helps if I unmute. Twenty-two. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 22, uh, and then Maple, what was your total? Uh, it was 20 total. 20.
Um, Gunnan, you are actually first to go. You can see Volterix uh, is is flying around up ahead. You can see that Kazka has also made her way further up ahead of the group. Uh, but either way, whether the drones are going for them because they've been detected, or they're just headed right for you, you notice activity that is going to require attention, and you are first to act. What do you do? Uh, if well, Voltarix is in the air, and these things are in the air, right? Uh, yes, everybody's flying. Okay. Um, well, in that case, I gotta lay down some cover fire from a people. Uh, I will take aim with the, uh, Corona laser rifle. Are they within 120 feet? You are to the nearest drone that you can see, 70 feet. Then there's one 80 feet and another one 70 feet away. You see, like, a trio of drones that are making their way, uh, across. Oh, this is on the roll 20 the map? Towards you. Yes, and this is on mm-hmm. our roll 20 map. Sorry about that. I forgot to specify. <laughs> Uh, no, no problem. We have a map. I was, I, I was, I was loading <laughs> it up. Uh, I'm actually going to use yep. the uh, Corona artillery laser because it is a slightly different yep. effect. It does have the penetrating feature. I don't know what these things are made out of. Uh, and that is going to be a 19. A 19 is a Ka-chow. hit against uh, the drone directly ahead of you. Rather, uh, rather fun to this, uh, uh, this music. Um, yeah, yeah, it's good. yeah, yeah, it's good. Um, and but but the the move actions and thing. Well, hang on, let me check my my, my other abilities. What the range is? You said seventy feet. Yeah, seventy feet. Uh, um, I can render him flat-footed. I cannot hit him with get him. So, uh, gotcha. but I can render him flat-footed. Uh, so. Do. Yeah, that well, uh, it's a 25 to the check to render him flat footed. Nice. That'll do it. I appreciate that I do that via bluff. It's just like I have to like mislead a kill bot. Um, and that is going to be um, 11 points of damage. All Fire right. damage, if that's right. Artillery laser goes mm-hmm. off, spraying laser blasts all across the field, hitting the lead hunter killer bot i will say though since oh since i could not use my move action to to uh get him can i move though to uh uh can i go to like here wait can i move it you know get a little cover there (laughs) like pew 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 pew, and then duck around the corner yeah as you round the corner you can see that there is another trio of hunter killer bots that are making their way from the south Ah! You couldn't quite see around the wall, but you appear to have oh. a total of six targets coming in towards your group. Oh, beans. I radio that to the squad, and then that's it for me. <laughs> the squad is aware. Volterix, mm-hmm. you're not sure if they're coming at you or just at your companions, but you are seeing some activity that does not leave you hopeful for a peaceful resolution. What do you do? How far away is the closest one to me? Uh, let me just measure that here. We've got one that's 30 feet away, one that's 25 feet away, 25, 30. So oh, perfect. 30, okay. 25 feet is technically the closest one, technically, to you is the one that Gunnan just lit up. What I'm going to do is I'm actually going to try to draw them away from my group. So I'm going to mm-hmm. use my trick attack while moving, and I'm going to move... Mm, let's move 
out to the side. So we're going to go here. Wait, sure. that may have been too far. It's not. Great. Uh, and I'm going to attack them with my trick attack and with my static arc pistol. So my sure. stealth roll for my trick attack is coming in. That's going to be uh, 15, 30, 20, 20, 31, plus 4, 35. Yes. 35. Yes. <laughs> Great. I stealth well. All right. Now I'm going to attack them. Okay. Uh, just so you know, Ooh. you had sort of measured towards uh, the one that I'm going to ping. That one is actually yes. around the wall from you right oh. now. So the ones that you have clear line of sight to are the one that Gunnan hit and then the one beyond it. Those and the one that I have the clear sight. line of sight on that is right in the middle. There's also the ones right next to you. That you right next up to you. Oh, oh, I didn't even see them. Oh, no. Right? Oh, they no. They caught you by surprise. Yes, oh, no. That's what, that's what, it, feels like, what it feels like to fight wow. you, by the way. There was. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I didn't even see them there. Cool. Yeah, that guy kind of blended in with the water. It's fine. Uh, okay. <laughs> then I the guy... Run at the guy right in front of me because that would be the smart person thing to do. Sure. Now um, you do note that wow. they have these like buzzsaw arms, so you know that mm -hmm. uh, he'll get an attack when you fire. I didn't mean to move there. It's fine. Yeah, hit me, Jim. Ah, you, that's where you move. <laughs> I get a plus four <laughs> against uh, okay. attack of opportunity. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, will a twenty-eight then hit your modified KAC? But yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So oh, the buzzsaw no. arm just sneaks out. You barely even, like, you basically fly over there. You oh, see this creature. Uh, you didn't, didn't even realize it was there, and all of a sudden it's like, gets you with the buzzsaw. You are going to take yeah. ooh, 14 points of damage. Oh. Oh. And Ouchie. for some reason, this creature has the ability to make a free trip attempt when it hits you. So it is going to try to trip you. If that happens, you will crash to the ground. Wow! Can I can I interject and do uh, my reaction to do my paradigm shift prevent wounds? Uh, she just has to be Ooh. within hundred feet. Okay, she is so within I will spend... feet of you, and uh, I would say you probably don't have line of sight on her though, because you're around this building from her. Oh, it's a building. Okay, mm, yeah. that's fair. Go ahead, continue on. Go get uh, injured, my dear. I will continue <laughs> to try to make a trip attempt. Uh, that's a low roll. It's not even going to come close. So it tries to like drag, it almost like grabs on you and tries to drag you down to the ground, but it is unsuccessful and you do now have the ability to fire away. Oof. How dumb of me. I didn't even see them there. All right, here we go. Oh, 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 oh. Please let me hit them with a 25. Oh, yeah, hmm. that'll do it. Yes. Okay. All right. So that's going to be 3d6. Here we go. Plus my, where is it? 3d6 plus three. All right. That's gonna be eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 points of damage. And I'm gonna render this target off target. Sure, so now if it goes attack again, it will have a minus two penalty because it's been Indeed. rendered off target as you just blast it right in its visual center, sensors and it is momentarily almost blinded. Cool turn, I like it, I'm a big fan. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I put a big X on that guy, but that's okay. <laughs> we'll move on from you to Maple. 
Yay, it's me, Maple. Uh, I'm gonna move here. I wanna be flying though, just so I have line of sight of everybody, sure. just in case. Um, and sure, then on the <laughs> uh, these two, I'm going to cast Slice Reality because I can get up to creatures. Um, so they must make a Fortitude saving throw, please, against a 15. Alright, the first one, not great, is like right in the middle. So let's see what's my bonus for fortitude. It's only gonna it's only gonna be a fifteen. I don't know if that gets huh? you. It meets it. Does that beat it then? Or Meet, no? Yeah, that goes to the defender. Uh so okay. that one really? does make it safe. And the other one had us yeah, if it if it's tied, it goes to the defender. Uh, wow. And so that is going to be, and that was a 16 on the die for the other one. So they both make it. What? I believe they'll okay, take, they take half. They'll both take half damage. Well, they take half of 11, so round it down or up? Five points. We've five points of damage. You see so five points. another, like, slice in the air open up, and there's just a bunch of, oh, that's right. And then this is the entropy one. Their body becomes sickly and black, so I guess their oil just kind of pops out of these like mysteriously appearing veins and it just drips everywhere but it's like kind of sparkling looks mm. a little cool it does hurt <laughs> it does hurt it's gross but also it, aesthetically it looks pleasing cool. <laughs> yeah yeah i did something uh, i like it it's pretty solid uh you got two of them so that's always good it's always good to be able to get multiple targets with one ability it is now yeah. these hunter killer drones turn they're just gonna swarm Volterix, because why not? She's there. She made herself a juicy target. They're gonna get in there with those little buzzsaw arms and just start trying to hack away at her. One of them's off target. I'll make that attack first with the minus two. Uh, oh, rolls a two on the die, so that's an effective zero, then with the bonus that will not come close to your KAC. So it definitely does not get that attack. The other two that have just swarmed up next to you, uh, one, ooh, that's a 30 total. Yes. Another one is going to hit an oh. armor class of 18. But I don't think oh. it's going to get you. I think you're a little No. So it will not. Hit, uh, and that hit is going to deal another 14 points of slashing <gasps> damage. So much. And going to make that free trip attempt no. to try to rip you to the ground. Uh, These things maybe. are rough. Uh, let's see. Blah, 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 blah. Too many that of them. is a 27. Uh, what is oh. your KAC? My KAC, I'm sorry, I think I might be looking at my wrong character sheet. Hang on. Oh, don't do that. Definitely... <laughs> no, oh, no. Okay, okay. no, I definitely rolled the wrong damage that last round. So it's totally fine, Jim. I went easy on you that one. Uh, uh, so nice. I was supposed to roll D8s, I rolled D6s. Uh, my KAC is 22. 22, wow. so I'm trying to hit your KAC plus eight to trip you. 27 isn't gonna do it. But that was a middling roll. I might get you yet. Uh, these things have a solid bonus. I might be able to rip you down from the sky. Yeah. We'll see how it works in future rounds. The other three of these guys are going to fan out. One of them is going to come around the building. Uh, the other one is going to get right up next to Kazka and try to buzzsaw hmm. her. Uh, Kaz oh, that is a three on the die. No good. Uh, the one that fanned down to the south is actually going to... It has this like uh, uh, pistol attachment is going to try to burn a hole right through Gunnan's chest. But that is a, another poor roll, and I know that you've got that beefy Vesk yes. overplate, so I can't it didn't even come close to hitting you. Uh, the third that is final proof target, that it was an is, excellent roll. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Third and final target uh, is going to uh, try to burn a hole through Gunnan's armor. 
Uh, with uh, even with that roll, that is a total of a twenty against EAC. I don't think that's gonna get you. That is not enough, friend. Yes. I can do it. So they miss horribly, and that is the mm. end of their actions, which takes us to Pazco's turn. Great. Um, I'm my armor has already been activated. I or I'm going to uh, attune into graviton mode. And I'm going to okay. try and attack the one in front. All righty. Uh, Do that. Let's see. Where are you? Uh, 19? 19 does it. You start just cutting oh. through this thing's chassis. Here go. into the soft innards. Okay, yes. Maximum damage. 12 plus 9. Nice, nice, one, nice. Two, one yeah, point of damage. damage. You practically cut this thing's, like, almost right through this thing's maneuvering thrusters, it struggles to maintain its relative height. Uh, you can tell that you have severely damaged it. There are sparks flying everywhere. It is nearly done, but still active. After Kazka, it's Haven's turn. Okay. What do they do? Uh, Haven is going to use their jet dash, uh, so they're able to move six times their movement speed. Uh, and they're wow. going to just dash out, but not too far, uh, still staying within okay. the protection of Captain. Uh, and yeah. then uh, as they're going, they're also casting this spell. And we haven't seen this one before. Uh, Haven takes their two sort of private arms, and you can see that they seem to be sort of yeah. making the circular motion in front of them. As they get faster mm -hmm. and faster, there's this sort of light that appears, and it makes this disc uh, almost, I'm picturing like the Sailor Moon Moon Tiara disc, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and they just sort of hurl it forward at these three, because uh, I believe it's within 100 feet, right? Yeah, yep, yep. yeah. And that's a good choice because uh, if you get the three down to the south, you'll be able to hit all three of them as it bounces around. Yes, because they're casting Hurl Force Disc, so they're going to focus yes. on the one that's directly in front of Voltarix. Okay. And we're going to make an attack roll. Yep. Dun, dun. Okay. A 24. Oh, wow. yeah. Against that hits. its EAC. That's, uh, that yeah. does it, for sure. I see. Sweet. Got it. So that is 3d6 damage to that one, which is 12. All right. This one explodes in a shower of sparks as the hurl, as the hurled four stick disc just smashes into it and then uh it it spins around and attacks uh ricochets off and gets one of the other one for 2d6 all right go ahead and you have to roll an attack against each target oh. so go ahead and roll a second right. attack Ooh. 16 16 <laughs> is not quite enough this one dodges out of the way just in the nick of time almost mm. gets him However, that spell does continue to all available targets, even when you miss. So you do get to make another attack against the third yes. drone uh, down there. 19? 19 does it. This time, the other one is not able to get out of the way in time and gets smashed for 2d6 points of damage. And that's a five points. Five. All right. And very impressive use of the spell. I like it. Big Good fan. turn. And the disc like comes back. You can You can strap it back around your head. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> it just forms the tiara again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
you have to you have to go back you have i don't know i, I can't remember i didn't i don't remember what she says but from now on i think you should have to say that whenever you cast <laughs> there you go yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all end of round one top of round two gunning it does look like your team is handling the drones but they're still posing a threat what do you do I realize that uh, this thing is mostly dead, but I can't. I gotta take it down before it hurts Casca. So I'm gonna go shoot the one that's on her. Yeah. Uh, we gotta mark him with get him and render him flat footed. I got a 30 to render him flat footed and a 19 to shoot him. Uh, all successes I'm... across the board. Yeah. Nice. Hey. Excellent. Uh, then. That is going to be uh, 12 fire damage. And that nice. is enough to make this one a smoking, sputtering pile of burning plastic and metal. Nice. And it crashes to the ground. Nice. Excellent. I'm like, press on, How's team. Uh, uh, and the, <laughs> save his relative friend. But yes, the immediate threat <laughs> is neutralized. Uh, that is it for me. <laughs> Alrighty, Volterix, you're in a tight spot, but it does look like your companions are helping out. What do you do? I'm. Did I say that my uh, cloaking field was activated or not? I don't remember. Yeah, uh, those you had it active said. when you were flying yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. Because you were. Alright, it lasts out. ten minutes. So. Uh, okay. Cool. Um. It it basically says cloaking field's a little bit interesting, but it does say that. Uh, that I can use stealth to hide even when being directly observed. Mm -hmm. So I kind of want to disappear and use my standard action to use, for the first time, I've never used this before, my holographic clone, which creates a 1d4 image that lasts one minute minute per level. So, Sure. Uh, So if you want to go ahead and do that, you basically... uh, freeze in midair and and allow the light to bend around you. Um, a couple of things you'll need to do. One, since you're using all of your actions, you will need to make a check to hover successfully. Yeah. So go ahead and make an acrobatics check for me. Uh, 14 plus 12. Okay, you managed to successfully hover in place in the air, uh, and then you just let the cloaking field uh, move about you. So now you'll need to make a stealth check. Versus my perception. Let's see if you're hidden these creatures. Uh, 31. <laughs> 31, okay. Oh my gosh. Uh, you're fairly confident that both of the drones have lost visual tracking on you. And then I, yeah, then I create 1d4 images of myself. Okay. There are now 1d4 images of... Volterix, how many how many pop up? Roll a D4. <laughs> Ooh. I thought you rolled the D4. Haha. Uh, I'll roll it. Two. You're <laughs> Ooh, so the total of okay. three Volterixes. Uh if it works, it works like mirror image, right? So basically yes. if, Yeah. So I'll roll I'll roll a D6 if they attack you. On a one, two, three, or four, they'll slice through an image. On a five or six, it'll hit you instead. Do I get any um, bonus that I'm like a super stealth? Well, I mean, well, you, you have to kind of 
You kind of have to, yeah. You kind of have to pick one effect or the other. Are you, are you sure. completely unseen and invisible, or are there multiples of you that they can attack? I don't, I don't know. I'm completely unseen and invisible, leaving them the trail oh, so you're of my they duplicates. Can only attack the duplicates. Yes. Say, that, you know what? That is you... ma maximum edge lord. That both I'm yeah. invisible and there's a lot yeah. for me. Yeah. Right. It's there's maximum no edge lord, but. But you you invested the actions to make that happen, so I'm okay with it. You are actively hiding yourself while allowing the images <laughs> to be in your stead. So I would say that yes, they would attack an image. Um, just keep in mind in future rounds, if you're like, well, I'm gonna attack and then be hidden and also have the images, and be like, no, I'm not gonna play that game I mean, too much. Okay. I mean, no. Maybe. I mean, my cloaking field says. That it's it Maple's still, turn. It, it doesn't end. <laughs> it never ends. <laughs> just kidding, Jim. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Know, just, just, it is Maple's turn. Okay. I'm not kidding about that. I guess I do something now. Um, I will move to right here. Come, child. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so that I am in range of this fun little guy, and I'm going yeah. to cast. Junk shard! It's a classic. The sky opens yeah. up and he's gotta do a reflex save against the 15. Oh no, that's a three on the die. Go ahead and deal full damage to me. <laughs> Heck yeah, that's three D six. <laughs> nice. Um that is five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 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 Damage this one. Smoking, sparking, sputtering, still in the air, because it was only minorly damaged at the slice reality, but it is now heavily damaged and can't take much more for punishment. Well, that was actually a junk shard. So a big hole opens up in the sky and just like a whole bunch of gardening supplies sort of just sort of <laughs> kind of come out and tangle around him. There's like a garden hose and like some spades. It's pretty cool. It's junk. It's super good. Uh, I like the gardening thing that you're, I, do, I wouldn't yeah. expect the gardening. Well, it's another reality of space no. where it's all gardening stuff in space. Oh, yeah, it looks like it's all like probably like the, the really high-end overpriced stuff that's like from the, yeah. like, the, the special Mars. Oh, I've been Stewart googling that. Or whatever, yeah, it exists. Like, <laughs> just, just like, like a portal gold. to a, like a portal to a Pier One opens. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a Pier One <laughs> for gardening. <laughs> well, fancier than IKEA. Uh, <laughs> it's time for the drones to try to kill someone. Uh, I've got two of them. They don't have to do anything except make full attack actions against Volterix, which they're going to do, even though all they have to hit is try to hit his images. So they're going to try to slice. One of them slices once and hits a KAC of 30, which will definitely slice through an image. Just And it's like, no, I thought that was no. a real flying bird person. Uh, it uses <laughs> second attack and hits again, slicing through the other image. Now you, the other one, uh, you are hidden, so both images get popped, and then the other drone is like, okay, well, we've taken care of this problem, and it's going to go and attack Maple. So it just flies away from you, and it goes right up next to Maple. So Maple, all this damage that I'm about to do to you is because Volterix oh, no. keeps hiding. <laughs> I'm sorry. And, and when I'm I critically you. hit you, it'll be because... <gasps> Of the decisions that your friend Wow. Made. You're gonna roll Wait, a one. But now Ma Maple can do that reaction thing, right? Can't oh, you yeah. stop that? Yeah. True. Oh, no. But maybe I should save it till I'm actually injured a little bit. 
Well, let's figure out You're if I hit, hit you or not. On, I am so. going to hit. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to hit a KAC oh, oh. of 19. It wasn't a crit. Oh. It was just a. Oh. It was just a. Oh. Yeah. He was just 19. playing with our Does emotions. Oh, right. <gasps> exactly. Right. Yes. Mental torture. <laughs> Uh, you said 19. Uh, anyway, though? does that happen to hit you? 19? Against KC? No, it does not. People? No, 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 no. Does not. No. So it tries to just skitters off the shiny new armor that you've purchased. <sighs> Disappointing. Disappointing. <laughs> uh, the two wounded drones are going to take pot shots with their pistol upgrades. One at Kazka. Uh, mm. Kazka, ooh, maybe. You uh, it away with my sword. EAC. Yeah, that does <laughs> That's it. not a real thing. All right, it is in my world. You get burned for nine points of fire damage. Oh. Just out of curiosity, I know that you are of a level to get some resistance. Is that? Oh, that's right, Carly, with your active armor. You had attended to gravity. I don't know, actually. I don't remember. While you're looking that up, I'll take my shot at. Yeah, I'll take my shot at Maple. Other one tries to burn her. Mm, that's oh. 21 against EAC. Not sure about that. One. Uh, no, my EAC is 22. Because oh. all nice. the numbers are right now tries and not not, not right like before. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> tries to burn you, but can't do it. Cannot do Shiny. it. Uh, those are all my actions. I've got nothing left. So we move to Kazka's turn. I'll look in a minute. All right. Um, they're flying, yeah? They are hmm. all flying, um, but they're not very high, actually. A lot of them are just, like, the ones that aren't uh, engaged where, like, Volterix, they, they, they'd flown up to her, uh, and the one that is over by Maple is up high, but the ones that are, uh, the ones that just shot at you are actually hovering relatively close to the ground, so you could actually hit them if you moved up. Yeah, let me move up then. I'll move up to this one here. Okay. And I'm going to try to. Here we go. Dice. Uh, okay. Nine. That's an 18. Nope. An sorry. 18. 19. 19. 19. Yeah, that does it. And I just looked it up. You can choose when you activate your armor. You choose to resist cold or fire. Oh. I'll let you get away with Ew. just retconning and saying you would have chosen fire for this one. Just yes. Yeah. In, the, in the future, know that you off? choose. So it's five. That's you get right. resistance five because of your Solarian resistance. armor. So uh, you only take so four I just subtract points. five from that? Oh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I believe I dealt nine, so you'd have only taken four points of fire damage. Okay. Uh, and you can Great. choose You can choose when you activate the armor, and then you can actually change whether it's fire or cold as a move action each round if you want to. So. Mm. Okay. I know I have it written down And then deal damage because you hit, you hit the drone. So. <gasps> Yay. Okay, good damage. Eight, uh, nine, 18, so 17 points of damage. Wow. Enough to cut this thing nearly clean in two. And it is dust. Is it dust, though? It's a dead drone. Not much going on on the field now. You guys are hacking through these. Haven, what do they do? Haven is going to take cover behind the captain and pull out their uh, semi-auto pistol, pistol uh, and start shooting at the one that is has been attacking Maple. 
There's two that attacked Maple. There's one that has oh, been pretty sorry. heavily damaged that is to the west, huh. and then there's one that's right up in her face uh, trying yeah. to hack at her. The one that's close uh, right next to her. Sure, go for it. Make the attack roll. I will say, because Maple uh-huh. is between you and it, it's going to get some cover okay. against your shot. There's a 16. Let's see what just want to hit Maple. No! Uh, no, that is unfortunately <laughs> not do it. Trying not to hit Maple. Trying not to hit Maple, your shot goes a little bit wide. Can't Ooh. quite get that connection you were hoping for. Got it. And then in that uh, case, uh, I'm gonna hunker down and take like a defensive position after I miss. Yeah, you just hunker down behind the captain and his bright shiny new armor, which looks mm. like the perfect cover for you. Speaking of the captain, we're at the top. It's of round gold. Three. Yeah. And it's your turn. <laughs> uh, excellent. Okay. Um, let's see. To what extent are we trying to be extra here? Um, which again, <laughs> normally is, is always, yes, that is true, that it is a family uh-huh. thing. Uh, this one that is right here to my south, is it flying uh, where it's attacking Maple, or is it on the ground? Yes, it is flying yes, up to that... attack Maple in melee, so it is. Uh, can't have that. Uh, full attack. I will shoot at it twice. Ooh, there we go. Minus four to each shot, but you get to do it twice. Yep. I'm like, oh, wrong. That makes it plus two to each shot. Um, that is going to get me a 17 and an 18. Both hit. Barely. Ooh, hey. Got em. Hey, uh, I had to compensate. She's flailing all around up there. I'm, I'm like, don't lead them so much, Mabel. <laughs> uh, that is going to be 11 on the first shot. And... 13 on the second shot. And you've saved Maple as this drone falls from the sky and crashes to the ground. (laughs) I just, (laughs) blasting the one in front of Voltarex, blasting the one in front of Maple. I just turn and look at Haven. I'm like, are you okay? (laughs) Nice shot, sir. (laughs) Have you you seen Voltarex? I don't know where she is. (laughs) Oh, she's gone missing. (laughs) Uh, and that is it for me. Jaxley, just for my own missing... edification, are are these high walls over these parks, or is this like a little park area? Like I can, like right now, can I see that dro? dro- I, I'm, I realize my turn is over, but can I see that yeah. one that's on the other side of this little like park bit? Yeah, the little park bits are are not walls, so those you can see okay. over. That's no problem. You can okay. see, uh, you can see the drone that is next to Voltarex. So you don't, you only see like a haze in the air near where Voltarex may be. No, she's so stealthy mm. with her permanent invisibility True. forever that she seems to insist on. <laughs> you know, uh, she could be anywhere. Yep, that's it for me. <laughs> it is your turn, Volterix. How are you going to ruin my life this round? <laughs> Aww. I was going to say, on that note, you you she appears in front of this guy, but uh, my trick attack requires stealth, so he he's not going to know what hit him. Uh, I'm going to use my trick attack full action to just whack this guy in the face with my uh, static arc pistol. Okay. Here comes the stealth. Just so I mean, you know. Even though you're rolling when you make a man, yeah, it's gonna happen. Let's uh, go fine. ahead and roll your trick attack. Fine, Jim Jam. Uh, trick, uh, stealth is going to be a 26, 27, 28, 29, 30. 30 is a successful trick attack. Roll the attack itself. 
Uh, as you're doing that, it lashes out and hits a KAC of 19. Ooh, no! Ha-ha! Skitters right off the armor. That's a 21 to hit. That doesn't. It doesn't? It does. It does. Yeah, no, you're good. Oh, I thought you said it doesn't, and I was like, no! <laughs> I said that does it. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> Cool. It also sounded like that doesn't to me also. Yeah, I, I, know, no, I, was, I was with you on that one. All right, I'm going to roll the proper damage this time, Jim Jam. Here we go. Ooh. 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. <laughs> 25 points of damage, and you just <laughs> blow the drone out of the sky in a single yeah. massive hit. <laughs> Sunk my battle drone. <laughs> I feel like Voltarix just appears in the sky and just like destroys yeah. this thing. Yeah, you guys just see Indeed. the the actual arc of the lightning from her gun more than you even see her. Uh, and you just watch this drone crash to the ground and shatter into a billion pieces. <laughs> so cool. It's no good. I've only got one drone left. I feel like that's not going to last very long. Uh, yeah. I like shoot him. Surrender. Nope. <laughs> no. No. I take out my uh, Red Star plasma rifle, shiny and new. I aim and I shoot. And I believe I have to make an acrobatics to stay afloat. Is that correct? Indeed. Make an acrobatics joke. <laughs> um, that's going to be a whole uh, 19 plus 9 is uh, 28. Eight. <laughs> And yes. then the roll to hit is going to be an 11 plus uh, 6. Does that hit? A fifth, uh, 17? 17 against EAC yeah. is exactly what you needed. Yeah. Oh, yay! Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. All right. And then roll D10. Uh, and that's going to be 8 points of damage. Eight Crazy. points of damage, and the final drone falls, hit Ooh. by a massive line of plasma from Maple's <laughs> shiny new plasma rifle. There are no more drones on the field. And as you're looking around, you see that that huge there's this huge wall with like a big steel blast door in it steel blast door slides apart from the middle. You see a lone figure making their way towards mm -hmm. you. And they move with sort of a halting gait as if like, like as you're looking you can see it's because like they appear broken. And as they get closer you realize that it's because it is this is a this is an android. Android with some weird attachments like almost borg like like imagine borg life oh don't like say these, that it's, a, it's an android and it's got like <laughs> pieces on it that have been attached to it and it's and it looks somewhat like it's its initial form was actually broken in several places and this figure it's close you're begging me to shoot this thing before it delivers yeah. it's like vital <laughs> position yeah mm -hmm. and it looks at all of you and the fallen drones, and it says, you are attempting to enter a restricted area. 
I am a a a a a a one caretaker and supervisor of oh. this planet. I have observed your comings and goings and determined I would like you to leave. Please return <laughs> to your ship. Otherwise, I will be forced to activate more security protocols. You will find oh incompatible with continued life. I want to shoot that guy so bad, by the way. Like, that deserves to die. However, I am, yeah, I, I, am a, I am a diplomat, so let's turn on the charm here. Um, really cool art, I, though. Yeah. No, it's great. I hate it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, all right, so hang on. This is this is big math here. Let's see. Uh, I have a th diplomacy. Um, uh, halt, friend. Um, we are here on behalf of these... Starfinder Society, uh, we come in peace. And I got a 35 on diplomacy. Wow. Holy crap. <laughs> okay. Um, you say that. And the figure Super like takes another bro. halt. <laughs> yeah, sure. The, the figure like looks like it's about to take another halting step forward. And then the whole thing slumps forward as, as if like almost like it was shut down. And then it pops back up. And you see, like, its eyes actually start to glow a different color. Um, and it says, Starfinders, you are in danger here, and you will have to leave. Acknowledge. Danger Acknow from what? Acknowledge. Acknowledge. But danger from what? I, I cannot contain this one very long. The security systems. Uh, uh, oh, you are in grave danger, and you will have to leave. Acknowledge. Yeah, where where can we locate the, where can we locate the other Starfinder Society members? I will give you tran, 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 I will give you transponder signals to follow. They are outside yes. of the city. <gasps> Proceed. You must. You must cross the desert. Oh, gross. Um. Okay. Th guidance that you. I, I, I am not guidance. I am. Okay. Your voice is like super similar, so I got a little confused. Mm -hmm. um, all right. Well, good luck on your journey. Um, oh, wait. You're not guidance. Sorry. Um, good luck with whatever you're doing. We got it, and we're going to get out of here. Please don't kill us. I I, I I will not. He will be difficult to 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 contain. We can just shoot him? A no? You don't want to see that? I was about to say, sh should we destroy this he? shell? Do not. Do, do, do not. He is not. Do not do it. Tied to it, yes. but c c contained. Got it. Yes. Okay, so quick question before you go. Yes. Please tell seven, and then the whole thing just shuts Sorry, down. seven. Uh oh. Uh oh. Make a yes, perception check, each of you. Yeah. Okay. We understand and will depart immediately. <gasps> Nearly twenty. 20. Oh. Good, because that's like a. 10 for me, so great. 17. <laughs> a Haven, 29 um, with a natural 20. Ooh. Haven, you notice uh, as it like slumps down, almost like bending over completely double, you can see the back of its neck. And there was at one point a like barcode and designation that was stamped there, but most of it's been like rubbed, like scraped away. And you see. Uh, the tail end of it. There's an I A six. Whatever the rest of the oh, word like is. Oh, like Historia six. 
And then mm, the, the android oh. body starts to like, you can see it starting to like try to rise. Oh, we gotta go. Uh, as it tries to reactivate. <laughs> Uh, uh, we gotta go. We, sh we, we shall depart immediately. Apologies for the damage to your droids, but they started the conflict. Let us go. And I do start falling back with the gun on him still, but, sure. you know, throwing it in reverse. Yep. Sure. As you are moving away, um, there are no further attempts to stop you from doing that. Although you do see um, several more drones... Uh, float up over the military base, but they don't approach at all. Um, and as you can see, like, you know, you you pretty handily overcame the six of the ones that attacked you, but you see, like, close to two dozen more are now, like, hovering Ooh. like an angry swarm of hornets over the military oh. base. You very slowly and carefully make your way back to the Scourdale. Also quickly and panically. I would also like to. Well. Um, I would also like to spend a resolve point to regain my stamina points. Huh. Sure. Yeah. You you get back to the Scourdale. Um, you take a, a few minutes to rest. You do get a a message uh, with some transponder codes um, to your personal devices. Can we tell the source of the message? Sure. Uh, as you, uh, using the, the shipboard computers, uh, you start scanning those codes and you realize that, indeed, out, you get coordinates, it looks like, out in the desert. There are some canyons beyond a huge expanse of nothing. There are some canyons. And there are, indeed, um, that is the source of the transponder codes. And they do match starfinder signatures uh you very likely didn't recognize them before because of interference from the um, the magnetic storm and as you're scanning in that mm. area you realize that the magnetic storm has grew to a, a terribly dangerous level flying the scourdo out there would be a disastrous and likely fatal mistake i blame myself for saying the storm would not factor in in any way to our <laughs> continued adventures um, yeah. I noticed on the map there were motorcycles and things that I believe were placeholders, but are there any sort of vehicles that, like, how are the people getting around here? Uh, you don't have any vehicles that would be appropriate for the desert. However, uh, you're fairly certain that if you could get a signal back to the fleet, which you should be able to do from where you are currently, because you're still outside <laughs> the, the worst of the storm, if you get a signal to Ratazam, they could actually do an airdrop. Ah. Oh, did Haven uh, share with us what they observed? Yes, absolutely. It may have it... been Historia Six. Oh, mm. what a terrible faint. Um, mm. well, definitely radio everything, everything we saw, the town, the the they were accessed eighteen months ago. Something happened to Historia Six. Somebody hacked in and helped us. You know, all of it. Give them the the whole info dump. And, and I also revealed that I recognize the signature and the code, but I don't know from where. Like, I, I don't I don't attempt to be coy in any way. Well, when... Also, com Agent commendations for bravery for Casca uh, and Voltarix. <laughs> when Haven mentions uh, Historia 6, you realize that where you recognize the signature on the code from was you had asked for a malware to hack through uh, a security system somewhere in one of your missions. And you had requested that be delivered. You requested it directly from Historia 7. 
who was kind uh-huh. enough to give you the program necessary to allow you to hack through those security systems, and you realize that that is where you remember the signature from once he says that. Hmm. Yes, well, that definitely seems to add up. Uh, I don't know if androids get sad, but they can't feel too good about their compatriot ending up in such a state, but it does prove that they at least came through here. The Starfinders, mm-hmm. I mean. Yes, by all indications, uh, the Starfinders have been through here, uh, perhaps chased out of the city by the very crazed AI that is currently uh, demanded that you leave the city. Either way, a few seconds uh, a few seconds later, you get a reply from the fleet uh, commending you on your good work, and you are given a set of drop coordinates for some armored all-terrain vehicles that will be placed yeah! at a location Ooh. that is given to you, Haven. So you can now Ooh. basically fly just outside the city, uh, still safely away from the storm, uh, right to the drop coordinates where you will be able to pick up those vehicles. Mm, we're going off-roading. I, well, yeah. How many did they send, I wonder? Mm. Well, when you uh, you get to the coordinates that were given to you, you wait about 10 minutes, um, and then you hear two massive impacts nearby. And as the dust clears, you see two metal pods that have been launched from orbit down to the surface. They Ooh. sort of pop open with these hisses of steam, revealing two armored treadfast recon transports. Each of them is equipped with two weapon turrets mounted with X-Gen guns. Um, These are meant to take a beating uh, and they are armed to boot. Hmm. Mm, Well, I think Haven should drive one and I'll drive one and Casca should shoot on one and Voltaric should shoot on one so I guess the real secret is Maple which of these vessels will you be gracing <laughs> with your presence? Girls uh, against boys I don't I am neither. Oh no, never mind I have That's defied true. your system once again It's true, Haven wins <laughs> Um, I'll just hop on with whomever. It does not, it does not matter to me. Um, I very much kneel dramatically, take one of her hands and say, I would be honored were you to accompany us in our vessel. Okay, cool. I can't do magic. Um, also, is your car the one that's like slightly bigger? (laughs) Yes. Perfect. Uh, Haven Mm. looks over at Kazka and is just like, Mm. Partners? Partners, let's do this. Mm. Voltarex, up She gets high. on the back. I fly up and like <laughs> land down by the guns, and I just want to start examining these like incredible <laughs> guns in front of me. With one of my other hands. Aww. <laughs> I, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> it's a human thing. <laughs> We, we've we've done enough high fours. You know the drill. That's, That's fine. She's down to business. She's a professional. Yep. <laughs> so the mounted weapons on your vehicles, because they are, um, they're, uh, because they're mounted on the turrets with gyroscopes, you can fire these weapons uh, without any kind of penalty while your transports are moving. If for any reason you were to, have yeah. to fire the weapons probably won't happen. 
Yeah. Um, if you you can also you can also use your own weapons. Like you're more than welcome to fire out the window. But just keep in mind that while the vehicles are moving, uh, there is a minus three penalty to any shot coming from from any other weapon. So if you're not using the mounted weapon, there's a minus three penalty. And if you're moving at full speed, that increases to a minus six penalty. Uh, Does that apply to ranged magic? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That will apply to any attack rolls that you make from the interior of the the vehicle. Hmm. Yes, well, too bad they couldn't just, uh, we couldn't just drop in at the coordinates, but I hop in and I'm like, oh, what do you say, Haven? We make it a little sporting. I'm itching <laughs> to get this thing going. Mm. Well, last one there gets latrine duty and I punch it. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> yeah. I will say that. I before we go, I cast mending on our vehicle to make it like look shinier and nicer, like glossy. <laughs> it, is, it is just a little bit better than the other vehicle. As you load up the transports, you head out west away from the mega city. As you leave its borders far behind, the area becomes a red, sandy wasteland. In the distance, you can see that you are headed towards a seething mass of dark clouds, the magnetic storm that you were warned about. Uh, as you move across, you realize that you, from this point, until you can get back out of the storm, you are not going to be able to contact the fleet if anything goes wrong. And it's definitely a good thing that you left the Scourdo behind. The vehicles blaze forward for nearly an hour. In the distance, you can see huge rising rocks where the canyons are, and hopefully where you'll find these missing starfinders. However, you suddenly see to the south a huge mass of churning crimson sand. Scanning a little harder, you see flashes of metallic blue rock or plating, or in fact, some kind of chitinous material made readily apparent when a massive, huge, gargantuan purple sandworm bursts from beneath the earth and begins charging towards the transports. It's maw open so wide that it could practically swallow whole one of these fleeing vehicles. And at this point, we will take a short break and come back to resolve our vehicle chase through the desert. Oh my gosh, look at those teeth. The sleeper has awakened. (laughs) (laughs) The sleeper has awakened. (laughs) 